Hi there, child of God. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Bread with Tuba. I'd like to thank you for taking your time to listen to the Word of God this morning. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the family. And in this family, we're on a journey of growth daily in the Word of God and through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Before I share the interesting thing that I found out today in the Word of God, I'd like to say a word of prayer first. Heavenly Father, I give you glory and honor and praise. I magnify your name. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you that you are good and you never change. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father, we bless your name. We thank you for life. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for your word that speaks to us daily, every single time. Father, we thank you, God, that you are about to speak to us in a mighty way. The words that I'm about to utter out of my mouth, they are not my own, but they are indeed yours, Almighty Father. Father, I pray, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you can make come and have your way that you may speak through me oh god i decrease that you may come and increase for your glory and i disappear that you may come and appear for your glory oh god for that i pray oh god that you give me the tongue of an orator oh god and the ability to speak your word just as you're depositing in my heart in the name of jesus christ i pray for every single person that is listening to me oh god i pray that you bless them and you bless them indeed in the name of jesus christ i pray with thanksgiving amen so the word of God today comes from the book of Ecclesiastes or Ecclesiastes. However you pronounce it, some call it Ecclesiastics, some call it Ecclesiastes, some call it Ecclesiastes. However you may pronounce it, but it's from that book. Amen. From chapter 6 and I'm going to read from verse 3 up to verse 7. And it reads, if a man begets a hundred children and lives many years, so that the days of his years are many, but his soul is not satisfied with goodness. Or indeed, he has no burial. I say that a stillborn is better than he. For it becomes vanity and it departs in darkness, and its name is covered with darkness. Though it has not seen sun or known anything, it has more rest than that man. Even if he has a thousand years twice, he lives a thousand years twice but has not seen goodness do not all go to the same place all the labor of a man is for his mouth and yet his soul is not satisfied amen this scripture is so deep i just found it so interesting and you know as i began to look closer into it i found more interesting things again it says that even if a man begets a hundred children lives a thousand years and yet his soul is not satisfied he's better than a stillborn he's worse than a stillborn because a stillborn is born they're born dead they never see the light it just took me back to that scripture in the in the new testament i said what profited the man to gain the whole world and lose their soul Many things that we have are not satisfactory to the soul, but they are satisfactory to the flesh. They are not satisfactory to uh, our spirit, but they are satisfactory to what, yo, our physical life, you know. Many people are out there, they are, it, it, it just proved to me that every single thing that we experience in life is literally in the word of God. Many people are out there, they do not have satisfaction, but they have every single thing that they need. Like every single thing that they need right now, physically. They may have all the money, they may have all the provisions, but they're not satisfied. Am I saying having provisions is wrong? Certainly not. But physical and material things do not satisfy the soul. There are so many people that are so rich, they're wealthy, but yet their soul is not satisfied because their lives are not given to Christ. Or maybe they don't even have a relationship with God, but they know about God. The people that, so many people that know about God, but have no relationship with God. They just know that, you know, 
there is someone called God up there. This is how people occasionally take it. There's someone called God up there. And when I pray, and I pray earnestly with my heart, he will answer me because he is God. But they don't have a relationship with God. Their soul is not really saved. You get me? But they have been Christians. They have been going to church ever since they were born. They know about church. But, you know, it's just going to a building. It's not the church being in you. It's not you being a Christian fully. And yet their souls deep inside, it's empty. Their souls are actually suffering. Their souls are never satisfied. There's something so painful is that you may have everything that you need. And yet deep inside, you don't have happiness. You don't have peace. You don't have joy. And King Solomon says that a stillborn is better than a person that is like that. Because they never saw the light. It's a painful thing for you to see that you've got everything that you have. But yet deep inside you, you are hollow, you are empty. There is a thick darkness that covers you. What you do as smiling in the eyes of people is a fake. Is fake because what you are feeling inside is different from what people are seeing outside. So our soul satisfaction is not based on material things. Our soul satisfaction is based on us giving our lives to Christ and Christ being our satisfier. Only God can satisfy. Only Jesus can satisfy your soul. Nothing else material can satisfy your soul. Jesus is that peace that can come into your soul and drive out all the darkness. He is that light that can come into your heart and drive out all the darkness in your soul. It's 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 very painful for someone, you know. What we see as human beings is in the physical. Unless if God has gifted you with the gift of seeing the spirit. It's a different thing. But what we see as human beings is physical. And when, when we see someone who's got every single thing that they have, we feel like, oh, they are right with God. It's not the case. Their soul may be hollow. They may be going through some suffering. They may be going through some depression. The rate at which celebrities kill themselves because of depression is high. And yet they had everything they needed. Am I saying that having everything you need is wrong? No. God, God intends for us to have every single thing that we need, including our souls, to have peace. Am I saying, because some people feel like, as soon as I'm happy, even if I don't have anything, it's okay. Yes, it's okay for you to be happy. But do not be content in you staying in a place where you don't have anything. Because God has given you everything you need and you require for life. So claim it in the name of Jesus. So, it just took me to that scripture that says, God profited men to gain the whole world and lose their own soul the person would die in a place where their their souls were empty and they felt like death was the only escape plan for them to stop experiencing what they're experiencing that's how many people literally they get into a place of being suicidal because they feel like maybe if i die maybe if they die pardon me if they die then they are that that hollowness that they were feeling will go and yet it won't so what is the escape plan to all this? The escape plan to all this and the plan, to f- the, the, the way in which we can live a life that is fulfilled and still have everything we need is for us to give ourselves to Christ. Realize that your soul is hollow. Realize that something is empty in your heart. The first step is for you to acknowledge the fact that in your heart somewhere, you're feeling an emptiness and you need that emptiness and that void to be filled. The moment you accept that, then things will begin to change because now you give a way for Christ to enter. Many people 
people are actually there they know that there is a hollowness inside their soul their soul is empty it's not satisfied but they refuse to admit that it the first step is for us to admit that there is a problem and then there's a way to fix the problem that is the first step to doing it and once we accept that then we are ready to accept christ into our heart and into our spirit and also it's not enough only to go to church many people are going to church that but they're not saved today we have to evaluate ourselves are we really saved because going to church ever since you were young as long as you've not confessed that christ is my personal lord and savior and you've believed in your heart and you confess it out of your mouth then you are not saved the bible says it so we have to make it a point in our lives to try and align ourselves with God because it will be vanity for us to gain everything and yet inside our souls are dark, are darkened and they're in a bad place and they're hollow and our souls never get satisfied. Amen. I love you all children of God. Stand beside of the Almighty. Today is a Sunday. If you are able to go to church, go to church and fellowship with the saints. There's power in fellowship. Iron sharpens iron. As we meet each other, we sharpen each other's countenance. And also the Bible tells us not to forget the gathering of the saints. So, let us go to church and enjoy the word of God. Enjoy the praises. Enjoy the worship, the corporate worship. And let us just enjoy ourselves in the presence of God. If you're not going to church and you're doing it online, Doing it online doesn't mean that the same atmosphere is not there. The same atmosphere of church is there even though you do it online. So do engage yourself in the church service and enjoy yourself in the presence of God. I love you all. Stand in the shadow of the Almighty and kisses from heaven. Mwah.